Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this joint go, this joint go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the Top Shop Show. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. Not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Never Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Smooth, Moving in our own lane, no parallel. parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. Your health. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a hell. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. Everything What up, what up, what up, ladies and gentlemen? We thank you, as always, for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, presented by The Way Team. We're coming to you live from the top shelf. This is episode number three, and I'm Mike on the mic. I bring the light, insight, and no hype, and if you get more sleep in your life, it might just help you get yourself right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at SleepersForYou. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S. The number four Y O U again. That's S L E E P I S. The number four Y O U, and stay on the lookout for new episodes. Now proudly brought to you on Spotify as well as Stitcher and Podbean. Like, leave comments, show love or hate. We take it all. And joining me in the studio is my co-host Taylor. What's going on? What's up with everybody? We on Spotify now? Yeah, man, we on Spotify. Oh, we bossing up. Okay, after three episodes. All right, that's what's up. Good, yeah, good, man. good. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Everybody doing stuff. Coming up in the world. Coming up in the world. Sounds good to me. Cool, cool, cool. Well, before we get into it, I just want to tell y'all a real quick story about what happened to me last week. Okay, all right. Sorry, time. I was on the way into the studio. Yep. And I was running a little behind. I want to make sure I got here on time, so uh, I put the pedal down a little bit. And I uh, started hearing like a little grinding noise. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's a little troubling, but I, I don't think it's really that bad. You know, maybe it's nothing too big. So I get here, we knock out episode number two, and um, I'm leaving and I'm on my way home and the grinding is just getting worse and worse. And I'm oh, like, yo, buddy. what is going on? Like anytime mm-hmm. that type of stuff goes on or you got the check engine light coming on, like, you know, something's about to get in your pockets. Like, yep. it's, it's, so I get back around the area, I stopped by a friend's house, and I had him take a quick look at it, and he said he thought it was maybe just a hub bearing. So I agreed and thought, you know, maybe that's cool. So the next day, I ended up having to call out of work, but I, I took it in, and uh, there's a place in our area in Abington, actually, it's, it's called Performance Auto Sales. And it's, uh, it's at 11 Eastern Road in Abington. Okay. So uh, I took it over there, and I... Uh, there's a guy over there he's the owner and, and he runs the shop his name is Vahid very good guy and uh, I took it I explained to him what was going on uh, he told me it was no problem he would get it back to me by the end of the day mm-hmm. the prices was right everything was good and uh, later on that afternoon he got back to me and everything was good with my my, my little used Subaru so there you go All just right. a little shout out to anybody out there if you have a Subaru and you have any issues going on or if you're looking for a used Subaru they happen to be very good cars okay. stop by Performance Auto Sales in Abington at 1111 Eastern Road check out my man Vahid and tell him like on the mic sent you okay yeah gotta keep the cars running I've, I've had every, every car problem so I've had that I think I've had that happen at least twice 
my lifetime with, <laughs> with that hub baron, all that stuff. Yep, yeah, so I know how it goes, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've dealt with that a couple of times myself. Yep. But uh, moving on from that, we're going to get into a little recap of these one o'clock games, and uh, unfortunately. Well, well, we'll get to the Eagles in a little bit, okay. but uh, as, far, <laughs> as far as the one o'clock games, right, it was it was pretty explosive uh, around the league of, as far as as far as points. A lot of know. scoring, a lot of scoring. The Patriots put up thirty on the Jets, which as, you know was pretty as, predictable. As they usually do, the Patriots is actually starting back. Usually they start slow every year, but this year they just firing off on teams this year, so they look pretty good early. Yeah, man. The Vikings put up 34 on the Raiders. Yes, they did. Well, the Raiders, I mean, we know after that first week, that was like one of those above-ground performances, but they're going to be trashed this year. So, you know, that was a good good win for the Vikings to, you know, kind of fly underneath the radar with these NFC. The NFC teams are going to be, like, all bunched together in the first couple of weeks. So they look pretty good, yep. The Chiefs were able to escape from, from the, the clutches of the Baltimore Ravens, put up 33 points, and win 33-28. Very, very good game. Mark Ingram was getting off. Uh, he had about uh, he had a couple touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is just, I mean, like I said, he's the new Peyton Manning. Just just put him out there with anybody, any running. I think they running back got hurt, so they put LaShawn out there, and then LaShawn ran out of gas, and they put another, a third-string running back in. He got <laughs> off. He's throwing deep to uh, Hardman, who I was talked about last week. I told y'all. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that a little later, too. Yeah, I mean, a couple of other receivers, Sammy Watkins, <coughs> an OK game. Um... That's my man named Kelsey had a good game. So, yeah, Kansas City is going to be tough. to You got to outscore it. Even though their defense is not that good, you're going to have to put up at least 35, 40 points to beat Kansas City. If you can do that, then you'll win. But other than that, you're not going to be touching Patty Mahomes no time this year. So, they off to an easy 3-0 start this year. This guy, Patrick Mahomes, is a, is a whole touchdown machine. Yes, he is, man. He can throw it up you know I mean? and make it look easy, too. So as pretty much expected and predicted last week, and we're going to get into it a little bit more later, but the Cowboys were able to put up 31 mm-hmm. on the Dolphins, 31-6, to six, and come out of that with a victory. You could put up 31 against the Dolphins, you know what I mean, just walking out the damn tunnel. So, you know what I mean, the Dolphins, they're not trying. So that was an easy win for the Cowboys. I mean, even though it was, like, close in the beginning, but Cowboys probably woke up late and, like, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll put our cleats on the second quarter and then still beat these guys. So, I mean, that was an easy win for them. They've had a very, very easy easy schedule the first three games of the year so good good for the Dallas Cowboys to at least beat the team that you're supposed to beat you know I mean don't make it hard than what it is and you know Zeke's starting to get in the form Amari Cooper looks like he's 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 TTG trained to go yeah I mean he looks good I mean so they look like and the defense looks really good too so Dallas looks pretty real good this year yeah Dallas looks like they're in a good position right now yep Dak looks like he's trying to get that money so so speaking of Dallas and the NFC East and these one o'clock games, we saw the the Eagles come out and put up what was what would I de- would describe as a disappointing performance. Mm, mm, mm. So um, sad. Anybody out there that's that's habla espanol, right now the Eagles are basura. Basura, bro. Trash. Yeah, man. They they need to pull it together, man. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, they, they look they look. I don't know. They just look dis- They just look confused. Like if you got two receivers, your top receivers down, simplify the offense. Yeah, I mean, just start running the ball. But, I mean, I saw the first couple of plays of throwing the ball, and I don't know. It just, they just look it just, just look bizarre. I think Jason Peters went out of the game, had the rookie in. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I mean, just run the ball. Establish the run. Beat this team down. You know, beat beat them down. Do some screens. The Eagles used to be one of the best screen teams ever. Yeah. They don't screen anymore. Like, exactly. I, don't, I don't see any wide uh, uh, Well, I see wide every now and then, but this game, no halfback screens, no nothing. That None was, at all. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with uh, this play calling. I said that in the first game. I'm not really liking the play calling that, that they're doing. People want to probably jump all over Carson Wentz because that's the easy, you know, 
low hanging fruit, but I'm I really really don't like this play call. It looks disgusting. Like why are you throwing balls to Nelson Aguilar? He's clearly he doesn't want to play. He's he's not a good player. If you're gonna throw it to Aguilar, he's pretty much got to be open or have he's a step on his guy. Yeah. It can't be a yeah. contest, contested situation. Even when he's wide open, you gotta be you gotta cross your fingers. So just simplify the offense until you get your guys back. But yeah, they 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 got some problems and they got a short week. So against Green Bay, who's firing off on people like firing off on people. I have a confidant that I talk to pretty regularly about sports, and I really trust his opinion and respect what he has to say about it. And one of the things that he said to me was that if the Eagles can't get their running game together, they're not going particularly far. They're not going to go far. You have to, like, nowadays we got this this, this stigma where, oh, we pass to set the run up. No, no, no. You can still run the ball to set up the pass. They run the ball. You got Jordan Howard. You got Miles Sanders, who did have a couple of fumbling issues today. But just, yeah, just run the ball, man. Just run it, run it, run it. Then you can set up the pass. I mean, I don't know why the doing everything backwards when you got when you're down a bunch of receivers like do it the regular do it the regular way do it the old school way run the ball first jam it down they throw get five six seven yards and then when you get the third down you got third and two or third and three the eagles were facing like third and nine third and ten a couple times a day and that's just just weird like you don't what, need what to have third and long every time no you, you can't have third and long with a bunch of mediocre punk ass receivers like come on man stop this man that's that, that's putting too much pressure on your quarterback yeah. and too much pressure on your o-line like exactly man. now they got to protect on third down you might yeah. have extra heads coming like it's just it's not a good situation yeah and i don't know what's going on with this password there's like no passwords you got two defensive ends that are first round draft picks and they're not getting the sniff of nobody i don't know what they doing oh yeah Fletcher cox mia i mean i don't know what's going on so the defensive line is really 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 i know they're talking about trading for a cornerback but you need to get a pass rush. You got to get somebody in there that, that, that can rush the passer consistently from the middle and the outside. And they're not getting no kind of pass rush. They got they had zero sacks today. Zero. They got two to total the whole year. Yeah. So they got to do something with that defensive line. That's what they really need to be thinking about, too. Defensive line, secondary is still not showing up like they're supposed to. Kenny Galladay had actually, the uh, actually, more, more than a handful of catches that he I had. He had a couple catches, but I, the secondary actually looked pretty good. Then. I ain't going to hold you. As soon as um Darby went out, the secondary, looked they, they looked pretty good. Malcolm Jenkins was playing. They played zone. They didn't play too much man today. They played a lot of zone. And the secondary actually held held up today. I don't think Matthew Stafford went over 200 yards today. but So they, the secondary was, was was okay, but um yeah, the, uh, I don't know, man. Like They, they, they got to get that defense together. Like Seriously. Yeah. Real, 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 real quick. No pass rush. You have no chance in the NFL. I'm sorry. So off the topic of defense, we're going to flow right into top five. And our top five this week, just moving away from what has been recently, uh, we've been talking about offense. Uh, we were talking about the top five teams. Episode one last week was top five quarterbacks. And this week, we're going to move into top five cornerbacks, yeah, uh, yeah. which is a very important uh, position on the field. You know, yep. something that uh, has to be taking into account whenever you're talking about your defense yeah. and just speaking for me and Taylor uh, you know we're in our 30s and we grew up in an era of great corners yes I mean people like Daryl Green yeah uh, Eric Allen yeah Ty Law let's go Aeneas Williams Aeneas Williams yeah and of course you know who could forget number 21 primetime primetime Deion yeah. Sanders who played both ways and you know seems <clears throat> like every team had a cornerback people like Dale Carter like yeah, even got their own like mediocre teams were like really really good but now since they changed up the rules you know what I mean with the five yard chuck rule and all that stuff that they, they you know the corner has kind of been kind of devalued a little bit and they yeah. kind of go through them 
oh well this guy's good but he's not that good so uh the, the cornerbacks are devalued uh you know nowadays because of the new uh they want they want more offense you know what i mean now, you can't be mad at them. it makes my nfl more more exciting so yeah so but there's still some good corners out there still some guys out there that play man up they stay uh we still got corners that actually follow you know the best receivers too they'll go from one side to another side they're going to slot yeah they'll go all over the place and mm-hmm. we got quarters that are not just you know great defenders when the ball's in the air, they actually make tackles and everything. So there's there's a couple guys that you just kind of kind of shift through the through the mud, and you'll find them. I'm glad you said that about the way that the, the game is played right now as far yeah. as uh, it's really offensive driven and they're yep. kind of trying to take it a little more out of the hands of the defense and out of the secondary. You got to play a little more hands off because um, that kind of feeds into my criteria as far as what I considered when it came to my top five and cornerbacks. Yeah, yeah, you can't really um, touch the quarterback no more. So the quarterback's going to get more and more and more opportunities to yep. chuck to get the ball up. So mm-hmm. that's how it's kind of proven that the offense is they, they want more offensive explosion. You know what I mean? So the cornerbacks have kind of been devalued. A lot of guys, a lot of these teams, they just get a bunch of you know guys that are you know kind of good and stuff like that. And they really you know put emphasis maybe on the safety a little bit, but the the shutdown corner, you know, yeah. there are Reavers of the world. That's that's kind of like you know I want to say dead, but it's kind of like over with. But there's still some good guys out there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really care a whole lot about giving up touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, because you know the league is kind of going that way, and they're favoring offenses. Yes, you know, is. we got reviews now for pass interference so yep. you know who is that really helping it's helping all it's helping the offense i'm saying like all these penalties you know you got these five yard uh what the the holding penalties you hold them it's automatic first down so that's what i'm yeah. saying you're giving the offense more and more and more chances to be on the field that's why you see these plays i mean you see these games where it'd be 13 14 play drive yeah so it's catered more to the offense you know what i mean so the defense got to play on the heels all the time so you're never going to be out of it if you have a somewhat pretty good offensive you know team a pretty good quarterback yeah yeah, yep. and I have a friend, and one of the things he always says is that big players make big plays in big games. Yep, and that's the truth. So big playability is really important as well. Yes, sir. Uh, obviously, when you're talking about DBs, cornerbacks, turnovers are an area of importance. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting after those loose balls as far as fumbles when they get on the ground. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're batting balls down, that you're you know catching interceptions when they get into your hands and into your grasp. Okay. Uh, you know, and I also appreciate versatility. Yeah. You know, somebody uh, there's there's something to be said about guys who can shut down a side, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a whole other thing when you're talking about guys who can shut down the other team's best receiver. Yes, sir. You know, yes, if you're is. shutting down the left side, that's great. But if you can shut down DeAndre Hopkins, or you can shut down Odell Beckham, or you can just at least keep him to a respectable amount, mm-hmm. then that's that's a big thing. Yep, you're absolutely right. Yep, shut down that half of the uh, you know that half of the field. You know what I mean? You you can kind of cater to the other side, and you know, yeah, it's really really a, a plus if you got a you know a quote unquote shutdown shutdown corner. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, they're rare, but yeah. there are some guys out there that can still be uh, competitive yep. in, in that type of aspect. So mm-hmm. getting into it, number five, I got. Um, I felt like it was only right because I've been bringing up the Baltimore Ravens a couple of times the past couple of episodes. Just throw one of those in there. Uh, I'm really big on their defense this year, and I like Marlon Humphrey. Uh, He's six feet, uh, 197. Alabama kid. uh, And he's got one interception so far this year, uh, which, you know, you can't really hold it against them just because the the maximum amount of interceptions up until this point, I believe, is two right now, unless a couple people have some today. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a he's a he's a good player. Yeah, he's a, a late first rounder, but the thing with Alabama is uh, 
they usually play uh, juniors and seniors. You know, they don't really play young guys. But he, so he came in and played his. I think once his junior or senior played real well and then got drafted. But if he'd have played like maybe two or three years, he probably would have got drafted a bit higher. But yeah, Marlon Humphrey, he's a, that's a good pick. That's a good, really, really good pick, really good player, and he's kind of on his way up. Yep. Yeah, I, I like my corners that have a good amount of size because these wide receivers are only getting bigger and faster. Getting bigger and faster. So you got to be able to be physical with them. You know, not a knock on the guys that are you know five eleven, five ten because they can hold their own and get in there and do their thing as well. But mm-hmm. if I had my druthers and I had my pick, I'd want my guy to be a little bit bigger. Okay. So number four, we got from the New Orleans Saints, Marshawn Latimer. Ohio State kid, yeah. He's six foot, 192. Mm-hmm. And currently this season, he has zero interceptions unless he might have happened to have one today. But um, yeah, I, I like his game a lot as a, as a cornerback as well. He's a really, really, he's a uh, complete guy. He's a good, one of these guys that like, gets nicked up a lot. But um, when, when he's healthy, he's really, 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 really a good player. His rookie season, I think he had about five or six interceptions. Last year, he kind of fell off a little bit. But this year, he got off to a pretty good start. Yeah, so Marshawn Lattimore, a really, really good player. Yeah, I, I like Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, I think he was the 10th or 11th pick in that first round two years ago. So, yeah. real, real good player. Ohio State's another team that puts out a lot of really, really good defenders. So, yep, I like that pick. So, number three, uh, I got Stefan Gilmore from New England. He has one interception so far this year, which is, uh, you know, right in line with uh, the other guys that I've picked out so far on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gilmer's a beast. Yeah, he shuts down. Um, he's a he's close to it. He's he's a shutdown corner. He doesn't say too much. Uh, he always sticks the the uh, you know the number one receiver. Patriots grabbed him from the Bills, and he was really putting in work in the Bills, but no one ever really heard of him because he's a quiet guy, you know. But yeah, yeah. he puts in the work. He had really he had some really really good plays in this past year in the Super Bowl. Pretty much shutting. He was a pretty much the reason why the Rams got shut down. Yeah, you know I mean, okay. he's a really 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 good corner. Not really with the interception, but he's really yeah. a really good pass defect defender, and he's really really good tackler too. Okay, okay. So number two, I got a guy on the list who may be surprising to be here at number two. A lot of people put him at number one, but due to the six games suspension this is where Patrick Peterson is going to fall okay uh, obviously he plays for the Arizona Cardinals and he's been doing it for a good amount of time and I, I place a good amount of uh importance on corners who've been doing it for you know two three four or plus seasons uh you know no knock on the young guys or the rookies but I just I feel like I got to see more consistency from you you know you got to give me a bigger sample size than just you know the first couple of games of the season yeah yeah uh, he's um Doing it for a while, still still young. I think he's only like 29 years old. Uh, he's 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 a really good player. Another one that can tackle, um, and he's one of these guys that if Wendy gets older, he can move to safety. Like he's 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 a really 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 good player. I like Pat Peterson. Pat Peterson is a really good guy. LSU kid, been doing it for a couple years. He's a really really solid guy. When he gets back from the suspension, uh, he, you know he'll be he'll he'll be right back at it. Yeah yeah. So being that my list has gone the way that it's gone, I feel like it's no surprise who number one is going to end up being. But uh, it's Jalen Ramsey, um, yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, you know, he's he's a, a really good corner. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, who's one of the best receivers in the league, gave him you know really high honors and props, just saying that he's one of the few corners that really keeps up with him and sticks with him. Um, and uh, you know, he came out this past week. He kind of demanded a trade. Uh, and typically, I'm not a guy that's on the side of the dudes that are demanding trades or demanding that a team gets rid of them or cuts them. If the team, but, um, if the team sucks, get me the hell up out of here. <laughs> I'm mad at them. But depending on the situation, I can support it. And Jalen Ramsey in this situation, I can support him on that note. So if he does end up getting traded, fingers crossed he comes to the birds. But if not, I can still support it. And I hope he does well wherever he ends up. 
Yeah, Ramsey's good. He's a real, real good. I, I'll get into him in a, in a minute. Uh, let me. Uh, I'll start with my list. Some of my the guys are the same uh, as you, but uh, you know. Uh, but I'll start off with my number five, and I had like at least six or seven guys just to get into the five. But I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Byron Jones, man. Uh, okay, he's, he's my number five guy. He's down Dallas in guy, Dallas. right? Yeah. yeah. Started off as safety, and then they shifted him to corner, and he didn't miss a beat. And now he didn't have any interceptions last year, but he's a really, really good defender. Real big. I think he's about six one. Got real good speed. Got real good hands. Head heads always up. Um, he's a, he's a really really underrated corner. I had to put Byron Jones in there. I do going, like him a lot just yeah. because, uh, like you said, he got shifted from safety to corner. Yeah, you hear all the time about yeah. guys who no, later in their career safety. exactly yeah. but a guy go not the reverse direction yeah. that's 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 you gotta big. be skilled to do that yeah. yeah so he's a really good guy he's another guy that's probably going to get paid in the next couple of uh months not with the next year he's a really really good corner and he, that's why dallas is able to you know be one of these top defense i think they're going to be this year because of him he's a really good player that people don't remember number 31 byron jones uh number four i'm gonna go up to buffalo home of rick james and i'm gonna go to to, to Davius White. He's a really, really, really good corner out of LSU. Uh, not a really big guy, but he's fast. And uh, he actually had, I want to say, two picks today. Really, really good corner. I like that guy. I think he's he's a pump. He can be a pump return too, but he's just a number one corner. To Darius White, really, really good guy. Really got Buffalo. You know, um, they, pretty much the three. They're three and zero. Oh, so uh, yeah, they they won the day. They, they beat the Bills. I mean, they yeah, beat yeah. the Bengals. I'm sorry. Yeah, beat the Bengals today. And so their he, defense is pretty solid. Yeah, he's been up there for like the past pick. three years. He's a really, really good corner. I can. Yeah. I, I remember him coming out the draft. And they were kind of worried about his height, but if you can play, doesn't really help how big you are. I think about mm -hmm. five foot ten. But He's a really, really good guy, yep. and uh, really another another one that's quiet too. But he just he, goes he gets about him. his business. He goes about his business. Do what he got to do. Uh, my number three is uh, just like you said earlier, Marshawn Lattimore out okay. of. Uh, uh, Ohio State down in New Orleans been balling like we said earlier had yep. a bunch of interceptions in his first year second year kind of fell off a little bit but he played very good towards the end of the year um, he got to stay low got to stay healthy but he's a really really good corner real really fast got like I said got good size can tackle he's a good player really really good player I like Marshawn Lattimore a lot uh, he's, he's a beast he's a real he's a beast I mean real, real good player my number two is actually Jalen Ramsey though I like Jalen Ramsey a okay. lot. Man, I can't he, knock that. Yeah, yeah, six foot one. He looks six two. He's a he's, he's big. He's a big guy, over two hundred some odd pounds. He will tackle the hell out of you. I mean, I've seen him <laughs> flip a couple guys out there. Yeah. I mean, running backs, receivers, tight ends. Like he's he's a physical physical corner. He'll let you know about it. There's a reason why he wanted to get traded because he knows that you know this, 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 he's supposed to be. He, he knows he's trying to get paid. I think if they take the option next year he's only getting like five years next, five, five, five million dollars so you know he's worth more than, than what he is so and yeah. Jacksonville's like one of them teams that's just they always ragged they had that good year a couple years ago but you know <laughs> but they're just a raggedy team yeah, raggedy yeah, yeah. ass team I mean but you know they got a little win on, on Thursday so you know anytime you win everything will settle you know settle down so winning kind of solves things. yeah solves everything so right now he's quiet they're talking about giving him a contract and if I'm Jacksonville I would not get rid of him at all and they're really 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 smart percent Oh, y'all want him? Y'all gonna give? Y'all gotta give us two first round picks. He was the fourth pick. So remember, it was uh, Jared Goff, it was Carson Wentz, it was Zeke Elliott, then it was Jalen Ramsey. Wow. That's how good he is. That's, <laughs> you know that's I mean? a good so, class to be fourth in. Exactly. Yeah, you know I mean he's a beast, man. 
Am I? Hold on. Am I right? That's, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go back in my mind. Yeah. Okay. He was the okay. fourth overall pick in the draft. He's a beast. Okay. All right. And my number one guy is Stephon Gilmore. He's okay. The okay. complete opposite of Jalen. Very, very quiet. Does his thing. He's been up in Patriots the last two years. Got signed a nice, a nice deal. And um, he, 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 he's, he's a beast. He, he was really, really good in, um, in for the Bills. But now that he's been with the Patriots, kind of getting a little bit, a little bit of shine. But he's a really good corner. He follows. He follows the number one receiver and he gives you hell all game long he's a really good corner i like stefan gilmore out of south carolina he's a beast man I like well, you know what? he's a really good really good corner so he's my number one corner got himself a super bowl ring so yeah. he's, he's a beast stefan gilmore he's my number one best corner i left a couple guys i mean a couple of honorable mention you know of course you said patrick peterson uh darius slay out of detroit he's a really good player Kyle Fuller from the Bear from, yep, from, from the, the Bears. Bears, a really good player. Uh Chris, down. Yeah, Chris Harris Jr. from from uh Denver. He's a good player. And uh, the young kid Denzel Ward, Ohio State out of uh Cleveland. Browns. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's, there's, like I said, there's there's some good corners out there. You just kinda gotta you gotta shovel through, you know what yep. I mean? Find these guys. But mm-hmm. they're out there though. So yeah, those are but that top my top five, you know. I, like I just said, Jones, White, Lattimore, Ramsey, and Gilmore. That's my top five uh, corners in the NFL. Well, Gilmore is definitely not a bad number one. And yeah. I mean, to be honest, like you were saying, he's the opposite of Jalen Ramsey. But you don't really hear a whole lot of crazy static coming out of New England. If you walked in the uh, room right now, y'all wouldn't. You wouldn't. And with, with a Stephon Gilmore jersey, you still wouldn't know who he was. So. But we'll get back to the static that's uh, pretty much been eradicated from New England a little bit later. Uh-oh. So right now, we're going to get into a little bit of these 4 o'clock games, which is still ongoing. Um, it looks like they're in the third quarter. Uh, the Saints right now are putting hands and feet on the Seahawks. It's 26-7 on CBS. Okay. Uh, uh, a game that's looking pretty tight right now is uh, the Panthers, who are up 28-20 against the Cardinals. Yeah, no cam. Third third, uh, third quarter. And that's that's really exciting that they're playing so well, considering that cam is not out there. Camless, no cams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, mean, that means Christian McCaffrey, and that's it. <laughs> the Bucks are looking pretty good right now at home against the Giants. Okay. Uh, uh, Saquon got hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, I just had that pop up on my phone. Saquon yeah. did get hurt. Yeah. And uh, Mike Mike uh, Evans has three receiving touchdowns. He's trying to get back into good graces of uh, some of these fantasy people that were upset with him the last year or so. But he's he's a really really good receiver. Yeah, I mean, as long as the quarterback play is good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so he's trying to get back to where he was a couple years ago. As long as James has everything tight, Mike Evans is going to be out there to catch those balls. Yep. As long as he's healthy. Mm-hmm. So uh, tomorrow night uh, we have a game that's you know not particularly exciting to fans that are outside of the cities that are involved but we got the Chicago Bears taking on the Washington Redskins and I just thought we'd mention it a little bit because I came across something that I thought was pretty interesting um, considering that the past at least year or two Chicago's been looking pretty good as far as turning it around and making some noise in the NFC North although they uh, they won the division last year didn't they? Uh, yes they did Yeah. yes yes they won the division last year the year before they weren't particularly close to winning the division, but they were pretty competitive. But uh, according to the stats that I saw earlier, Washington has won the last seven straight matchups with the Chicago Bears. What do you yeah. think about that? <laughs> um, was Khalil Mack playing? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and when Khalil Mack playing, he's probably one of the 
top four or five players in in, in the NFL. Uh, yeah. That's that's a different kind of stat. I don't really go with those stats back in the day because those are like quirky. But you know, what I mean, they got a whole brand new team. Um, now I'm not really a big fan of the quarterback. He still got to show me some stuff. But that you defense you, you is you really don't want no Trubisky's. No, nah, I'm not really. Well, first of all, he was drafted before Deshaun Watson, which is just uh, that's that's criminal. Like that should have never happened. He, first of all, he was drafted before Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Does that I, make any damn sense to you? Did uh, nah Lamar Jackson came no, out a little it, after that. No, 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 no. Does but Mitchell, not, Tr- not Mitchell that, Trubisky being drafted before Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun? Does that even sound right? As Cameron said once. Famously, not at all. Far no, from yeah, it. Yeah, far from it. And it happened. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why, I mean, it's not his fault, but I don't really bang with him like that. And those two have taken off. You got one MVP and one who's taken his team to the playoff. The two years that he's played, he's he's been there. But you got yeah. some, some guy named Trubisky who had one good year, and he's the first-round pick. So, But they're, they're, they're kind of like, I, I don't know, he, he, he's just okay. But the Bears are a really good, a really good def- defense. Like I said, I mentioned Fuller before, but they got a really good safety, Eddie Jackson, on the back end, an Alabama kid. Um, so they got Prince of Mukamara on the other side of the corner from um, from Fuller. Um, they got the kid uh, Smith uh, from uh, Georgia. Their defense is really, really solid. Akeem Hicks is on that defensive line. They got a really, really good defense. defense. And, uh, you know, so last year they were, like, ranked in the top five. They could have been ranked number one. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, so this year, you know, they, they, they should pounce on the, on the Redskins because the Redskins are looking like the Deadskins. They're not looking like they're gonna do nothing. So yeah, so yeah. pretty much going off what you said, I have Chicago winning that game. Yeah, they should win that. They should win that. You know, so we'll see about that tomorrow night. And then tonight we got the Browns playing against the Rams on Sunday night football prime okay. time. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the first time the Browns been on Sunday night. They say like in twenty some odd years. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And you're right. I don't remember them being on, on any type of prime time TV. Especially Sunday night, because Sunday night is kind of like the new Monday night. Monday night is kind of like RIP, no one really plays on. But Sunday night football <laughs> is like the really, really like, that's when you want to be on Sunday night football. So uh, if you get, if you're on Sunday night football, you know what I mean? You're really one of these top teams that people want to see. And they got the flex schedule at the end of the year, so they can always take a game from the during the day that they thought they think is going to be good, move it to the nighttime. So that Sunday night game is really prime time. So they're going to show off tonight. Hopefully they don't look like the frowns. Hopefully they look like the Browns. So we'll see. So what you got in that game, Rams or Browns? Uh, I will take the Rams. But, <laughs> I mean, the Rams are a little more of a proven commodity. I like Jared Goff. A lot of people don't mess with Jared Goff. I do. I think he's a really good quarterback. Despite that Super Bowl, I think he's a good, solid quarterback. He puts up the numbers. He's got three really good receivers. Ty Gurley, Longs and Knees are together. They got a really good team, so I probably would take the Rams. Yeah, I'm not ready to go out on that Brown limb yet, so I'm going to agree with you and take the Rams. Even though I did put, pick the Browns as one of my top five teams, I mean, hopefully the, after a one and two start, as I'm saying, they'll, they'll get it together. But, yeah, I think the Browns, uh, not, not, not tonight, not against the Rams. But the game is in Cleveland, so, you know, you never know. That home field advantage is, you know, kind of helps. So we'll see. If they do win tonight, uh, it'll be a you know a shocker, not a shocker, but it'll be like kind of like yo man, we here right now. They got a really good defensive uh, uh, end slash linebacker, Miles Garrett. He, he's he's an animal. He's a beast. You think you talk about Khalil Mack? This this kid behind him, he's 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 one of the next up passwords you're gonna be hearing about for a lot of years. Yeah. Another quiet guy, but okay. he just goes in and just wreaks havoc. He's a beast, big gotta, big guy too. Gotta love it. Gotta yep. love it. So getting into a little bit of fantasy football talk, I got to give you a quick pat on the back because you were two for two last week. You said yeah. anybody who plays against the Dolphins, take that defense. Yep. I picked up the Cowboys and they got me 15 points. There you go. And uh, you uh, also mentioned 
Uh, let me make sure I get the name right. McCole Hardman. I think it's uh, the, yeah, the, the, the I, was calling a, I think I called him Marcel Hardman. Yeah. I mean, these black kids got some of these deep, got these crazy names. I don't know how to pronounce these names. So. But uh, the, the wide receiver from Kansas City, he performed today as well, and he mm-hmm. got me 18 points, although I had him on the bench. Uh, anybody in particular that you're looking out for for next week? Next week, hmm, right on, the, right, right off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. Next week, well, Cowboys got another receiver down there named, uh, I think his name is Devin Smith, Ohio State kid. Um, he was drafted by the Jets. I want to say a few years ago, had two really, he had a two bad knee injuries, so they end up cutting him. He's back on the um, back on the scene. You know I mean, got himself healthy. He had a real deep touchdown last week. Had a couple catches today, so he's one of these guys you got to kind of watch out for. Uh, he, uh, he he's 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 a good player. He was a good player at Ohio State, and now he's getting a second chance. You know, at at a, at a career down in Dallas. So I would look at a guy like him. You know, I mean, if your receivers get you know get banged up and you need some bench or some depth or something like that, maybe you need a guy that might you might need in week ten or eleven. Just keep him on your bench, and you might have maybe get him a spot start or something like that. Okay. So Devin okay. Smith, the receiver out of uh, Dallas, he's a Devin really, Smith. really yeah, Devin Smith. That's not, that's how you pronounce his name, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 pretty good. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. So we're not gonna get too heavy into this, but uh, one thing that it was suggested that we bring up or discuss just a little bit uh, is boxing, hand to hand combat. I, I'm a big boxing fan myself. I'm not too big on the UFC, although people have tried to sway me, try to get me over towards that direction, but. I, I, I prefer boxing myself. I like the sweet science. Yeah, I'm and on coming up, school. and coming up this Saturday, we got a big showdown, or what some may consider a big showdown between Arrow the True Spence and Sean Showtime Porter on pay per view. Yep, welterweight uh, fight. Errol Spence is twenty five and zero with twenty five wins by KO, and Porter is thirty two and one draw with seventeen wins by KO. Yeah. Porter's been talking greasy, and he's been wanting this fight. And uh, well, you know. You keep what's what's the saying? You keep running from an ass whooping. You, 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 you keep go, asking for it. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. You run from an ass whooping. You going So he's been asking. He's been asking for this fight, <laughs> and he's got it. You know what I mean? And Al Spence, he's another guy. He's quiet, but he, he he's quiet. He, he got the quiet confidence here, but he gets and in it, that it ring, comes out. and he's a beast, and he's ready to take over that welterweight. Well, he's pretty much taking over in my eyes. Uh, only person that pretty much would be in his way is Terrence Crawford, and the, the I guess the newly the new the the, 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 the new the, the old <laughs> old faithful. Manny Pacquiao with, with, with a, a beatdown of uh, uh, what's my man's well not he's not my man Thurman you know what I mean so uh, those are the pretty much the two people in his way but I think this Sean Porter fight is going to be a good test for him Sean Porter's an old vet you know he's fought a lot of people a lot of really really good fights and uh, I think Sean Porter and uh, this fence is going Spence is going to be one of these fights people are not going to be talking about right now but then at the end of the Sunday into Sunday Sunday uh, Saturday night into Sunday when people are like yo I can't believe this is going to be a really really good kind of like how Dante Wilde and the Tyson Fury fight came up on people. Okay, people didn't okay. like that. People weren't really like into that fight yeah. before it happened, but after it happened, people now crave it now. This gotcha. I think this fight could be that. Because these styles, I think the styles match each other. So Earl Spence and um and uh Porter, I think they're gonna lock they are gonna lock it in this 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 weekend coming up and I'm expecting a good fight. So uh, well, you yeah. know what Sean Porter might be feeling himself a little bit since he beat Philly's own Danny Garcia. Yeah, he beat Danny he's got um, some good wins on his belt. He beat, he beat, he beat uh, Danny Garcia. He beat the original A B about uh, Adrian Broner, <laughs> that clown. For the record, I am a Danny Garcia fan. Yeah, yeah. He only has one loss now it's against uh Kel Brook, who's a really good fighter. But other than that, he's pretty much beaten a, a lot of people in the welterweight division and uh 
you know, so he's a he, he he's one of these guys. He's old. He's a veteran guy. I mean, not too old. Maybe in his early thirties. But he's he, he's gonna give Spence. I won't say I won't say too many problems. But Spence not just gonna be in and just walk him down, and just knock him out. Now if that does happen, and Spence just he's a cannon. So we'll Let see me. what's going on. Let, let me just go out on a limb real quick and, and give my prediction. I got Spence winning. Okay. Um, I don't really think it's going to go past eight, nine rounds. If it does end up oh, okay. going past that, then it's going to go to the decision and Spence is going to get it on the cards. Yeah, I think it'll, but, be, um, I think it'll be a decision, but I think it'll be a majority win. Spence, uh, uh, Porter, Porter's a good fighter. He's, I think he's good enough to, um, you know, not get knocked out. But, um, yeah, I think it'll go 12. But I think, uh, you know, Spence will get a, a majority win. And uh, you know, then he can see what's after that. You know, he's got a he's got so many options. Like you said, Crawford. He's got a uh, Pacquiao. He'll, he'll have a lot of options. He can even maybe, maybe even fight Keith Thurman. He, there's a lot of fights he can fight. So we'll see after that. Yeah. But the welterweight division is always live. It's been live the last ten years. I'll just say when you know from Mayweather to to, to Cotto to what we got right now. So yeah. And real quick, I just want to give a salute to Errol Spence because I found out earlier doing my research that his birthday is March 3rd. Oh, okay. My birthday is March 6th, and, okay. you know, the Pis- Pisces got to stick together. Okay, all right. That sounds good to me. Okay, yeah, but he's a good fighter out of Texas. Real, 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 real solid. So, we'll see. I'll be, but I'll be tuned into that fight, you know what I mean, glued into that fight next Saturday, this, well, this Saturday coming up. This Saturday, pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Check it out. If you, you know, I get it not for free, nothing, you get a chance. I'll watch it for free. Personally, I'm not going to be paying for free. it. If uh, I happen to come across it somewhere, yeah, or somebody out there wants to invite me somewhere I'm so free. I can watch it, that would be what's up. I haven't paid for a fight in almost a decade. Or don't, maybe don't, I can link with Taylor it. and we, we we can watch that together. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, 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 I'm gonna, I'm, I'll definitely be seeing that fight. I'll let you know. <laughs> so last week, uh, we spoke very briefly uh, about some NBA talk, um, just as far as things that were going on with uh, the uh, international team, um, some things about the offseason moves that were happening. But uh, I didn't want to let this week's episode go by without speaking about somebody that I feel like is very important. He just officially signed his uh, his one year deal on Friday. Um, people like to talk about uh, the Avengers a lot, and I'm a big Avengers fan. I like Marvel comics a lot. Uh, you know, we was raised on that. We watched X Men and Spider Man and all that growing up. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite Avengers is Iron Man. And uh, I'll look at this guy right here as Iron Man. Uh, just to give him a quick introduction, although he really doesn't need one, uh, he appeared in 76 games last year Dang. in his 21st overall NBA season. He was fifth overall pick uh, in a draft day trade. He was the 1999 Rookie of the Year. He's an eight-time All-Star and named to the All-NBA team twice. Put his arm in the rim. He was, in my opinion, the most electrifying slam dunk champion and took the crown in 2000, which my man just mentioned, throwing that arm in the rim. I was watching it two weeks ago. I felt like a kid. We watched that live. (laughs) Yes, we did. And I watched it again a couple weeks ago, and I felt like a kid. I said, even though I've seen it 15 million times, I said, yo, this is crazy. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Vince Carter. Still balling. Vince Carter is going into a record 22nd season in the NBA. That's crazy. And once the season crosses over to 2020, he will be the only player in NBA history to have played in four different decades. He's older than some of them Negroes in the, uh, in, what's that league called? The Big Three League. He's older than them. <laughs> Gotta show some love to Vince Carter. Yeah. Coming straight out of the uh, UNC. Salute to Vince Sanity. 
has hang time that's only rivaled by Michael Jordan, in my opinion. Maybe Dominique Williams. But Wilkins, I'm sorry. I think he's like on, you got to check that. He's like in the top 10 of like three-point shots too. Like I, I yeah. saw it not too long ago. I said he was like seven for eight in three-pointers, man. I said, yo, so he's definitely just a automatic Hall of Famer. Like whenever, whenever, he, whenever he decides to retire. So he's re- he reinvented his game after being a slam dunk when he got to Jersey. Yep, yep. And uh, I think when he went to Orlando, he became a really, really, really good jump shooter. Yep, really yep. good jump shooter. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Something that so. that was like kind of a plague to him when he came out of the, you know, out of North North Carolina. But he, when he was um one of the better players in the league, he was always solid. So salute to Vince, Vince Carter. Salute still, to Vince Carter. Still, still balling at well, how old is he? Fifty nine years old. How old is he? He's seventy <laughs> three. He, he's got to be in his forties at this point. He's what, 40, old, 42, 43, something like that. But he's he's still getting busy, and he will still get up and that's, bang on you if you're not paying attention. That's what's up, man. Salute to him. And people like Lance Stevenson can't get a job no more because they're clown but salute to Vince Carter keeping his <laughs> mouth shut and got a job that's what I'm talking about Lance Stevenson and J.R. Smith the, the clowns of the NFL and my man Vince Carter you know salute salute to, salute to that man a gentleman see uh, people always say nice guys and it's like no they don't he, he gets it in solid 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 guy definitely definitely mm-hmm. so fi- finishing up the three for three for this guy coming in with the common sense moment we got to speak about none other than the guy who just got jettisoned from the New Orleans Patriots, Antonio Brown. I'm getting tired of this guy, man. This is, A.B., man. What, what are you doing, That's, that's what they said. They're, they're tired of hearing about this nonsense coming out, this stuff coming out in tabloids man. and text messages. And yeah. apparently New England's investigation showed that they need to get him <laughs> up out of town. There was no investigation. He texted the girl who accused him on Monday. He texted the investigation. They all they got to do is check the phone records. I think the phone that he used that, that that's his quote unquote contact that's the same phone he was texting the girl over. with so oh what, there was no investigation just like oh that's the same phone to get, get him the hell up out of here please Jeez. lord Jesus what is wrong with this guy man? is he alright man is he, is he okay I don't know man I don't know but my my common sense he should have kept, Nino, he kept he should have kept the Nino Brown haircut he, he, he was kind he was fine when he had that he cut that off he just needs to relax man yeah, he just man. needs to sit down oh, somewhere oh, I, he's gonna I, sit down I, and relax I, I, I hope he's been stacking his bread get, yeah. getting involved in some good investments oh, well, because the, the NFL thing might be done from well, he, I, he, I'm hearing Drew Rosenhaus said that there's a couple teams interested yeah. that might just be smoking mares I don't know we're yeah. going to see and then, and then hours but, later um, he gets on Twitter and says I'm done with the NFL like yeah. no, no Negro the NFL was done with you, you yeah, know, they, yeah. they told you to kick rocks you're crazy you're acting crazy all you had to do was just be quiet salute to OJ for giving him advice if OJ's giving you advice telling tell you, you to be, be quiet, quiet that's when you know yeah. just don't say nothing man just say man I don't know what they talking about i'm just here to play football that's it man the but Jews? you're texting people on 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 this, this i thought the story was, was was fake i just thought that the, the pages got tired of it and they just got rid of it but i started reading the story i said oh this negro he, he went 10 toes down and and text the girl on yeah. wednesday i said oh, okay all right Sending out all type and of got threats. his ass up out of there as they should get, oh my god you're causing too much drama man go go sit yourself down go down to florida and just chill man like this is a privilege you know what i mean to be, be an nfl yeah. You know, people out here that would love to just, just, just touch the field, and you are one of the better receivers in the NFL, and you just screwed it up, man. Like, come on, man, get, get your black behind up out of here. Got Please. him up out of here. Kick rocks, Negro. Get out of here. And man. he's gonna be our first official entry 
and the people that need to get put to sleep. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, take a nap, nigga. Please. It's, it's a wrap for his situation right now. It's looking like just so dumb, man. Just put the phone down, pick up the weights and 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 the grass drink, and just just work out, man. <laughs> just get ready. You you got Tom Brady throwing you the freaking ball. Like, come on, man. Like that's it. all you need, man. Just don't say nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Josh Gordon, he ain't saying nothing. And all that's over now. Yeah, it's all over, man. You had nothing. He's just attacking everybody, man. Something's wrong with that kid, man. Something's wrong with him. That's crazy. So we're going to close out this week's show uh, with Mike's Minutes um, and just thinking about this uh, over the course of the week and trying to decide what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I realized uh, that uh, one of the people who I listen to as far as an inspirational voice uh, who's no longer with us, his, his name is Jim Rohn, um, and I really uh, take to heart the things that he says and uh, place a lot of importance on some of the philosophies that he uh, speaks about. Uh, but his birthday... Uh, was this past Tuesday, uh, September 17th. Uh, and going on, going along with Mike's Minute, uh, what I wanted to show... the radio host guy? Uh, he might have been on a radio radio show for a little while. I'm not 100% sure. He died? Sure. Yeah, yeah, he, he passed. Really? Yo, wait a minute. I didn't even know this. Now I got to check my phone. When did he die? Uh, it was, uh, I believe, in 09 or 08. Oh, hold on. Jim Rome is dead? Hold on. Wait a minute. I remember he had the, phone, he remember he had the show on, on, um, on ESPN. No, 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 not that Jim Rohn. <laughs> you talking about Rome is, Rome is burning. <laughs> you talking about him. My no. fault. I was like, yeah, when did he die? <laughs> nah, nah, you good, you good. So I just wanted to share with y'all the most, the three most important things that he uh, he shared with me, uh, just being a, a mentor to me through his, his videos, of course. Uh, so the, the number one thing, uh, well, I'll start with the number three thing. Number three thing was uh, the importance of goal setting and getting things out of your head and putting them on paper. Um, you know, it, it really is beneficial to you if that's not something that you do. Um, putting the things that you have as far as ideas down, there's there's a lot of power in that. And number two, um, life was not designed to give us what we need. It was designed to give us what we deserve. Uh, in a lot of cases, a lot of cases, um, this is the way things play out. Uh, one of the things that he does that I feel like is really impactful is he compares a lot of things uh, analogy-wise with life and with things that you go through to a farm and to uh, like growing things uh, as far as like vegetables and stuff like that. And he talks about farmers and how they plant things in the spring. And you, if you don't plant anything in the spring, you can't expect anything to come in and be a harvest in the fall. So, you know, you're not going to get things because you need it necessarily. You're going to get things because you deserve it, because you put that plant in it. And the number one thing that he uh, kind of placed on me uh, was that life will change for you when you change. Yep. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more and work for more skills. Yeah. You know, a lot of people uh, get into the habit of blaming things that are going on in their life, blaming things that are outside of their control, family members, friends, bosses, co-workers. You know, the blame list can go on and on and on. But when you start taking the things that you can control and the things that um, you can impact, and, and focusing on those things and, and taking responsibility for it and you make changes, then things are going to change for you. Facts. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I want to leave y'all with this week, Mike's okay. Minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate everybody for tuning in to sleep this week. Uh, Taylor, you got anything else you want to say? No, nah, man, it's a good word, words of wisdom, man. Absolutely, man. No, nothing, 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 man. Just, you know, we had a quiet... It, it was somewhat of a quiet week, you know what I mean? But, yeah, we got to, uh, you know, you know, we... 
we, we, we getting better, man. I'm, we, I'm, I'm feeling it, man. We, 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 gonna, we gonna get this thing together, man. I'm feeling it. Man. I'm feeling you. We getting all right. it together. All right, all right. Well, for episode three, we sign it off. That's Taylor. I'm Mike on the mic. Again, you can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S L E E P I S, the number four Y O U. And you can look out for new episodes, typically on Mondays, maybe on Tuesdays, on Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. All right, y'all. We'll catch up with y'all next time. Peace out, peoples. Peace.